Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Good morning, church! Some of you guys are waiting, is he going to talk or what? If you are thankful to be here, if you are grateful that you've been saved by grace in the name of Jesus Christ, come on, give the Lord a shout of praise! Woo! Hallelujah. I feel like singing. Is that okay? Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise his name. Come on. Forevermore, for endless days, we will sing your praise. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord our God. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Let me just say this. Worship does not end when music ends. Okay? Worship happens every moment of our day. Worship happens every single moment of our day. So we can worship God when we were playing some music which was so enjoyable. Can we give the worship team a hand? We worship with our giving, and right now we're going to worship as we listen to the message. Are you guys ready? So um, first things first, before we jump into the message, I I want to acknowledge everyone who's been serving in this ministry. So if you are serving in the children's ministry, in the youth, in the worship team. I want to ask you guys to stand up. If you're serving in the cafeteria, would you, would you please stand up? If you're serving in the, uh, in the, as ushers or greeters, would you please stand up? If you're uh, serving as a, a life group leader or a host home, would you please stand up? If you're serving at Shea Farm or any outreaches uh, of this ministry, would you please stand up? Hallelujah. Can we give these people a hand? Thank you so much. And the bakers, the bakers, give the bakers a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you guys for serving week after week. I want to announce too that uh, it's happening very soon. If you love to sing to Jesus, we're going to have the first ever GCC worship choir. How about that? Okay. Are you excited? Who's interested in, in joining the choir? Okay. So wait for that announcement. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark is not here together with Pastor Audra and the rest of the family. They are on vacation. So can we all say hi, Pastor Mark, and hi, Pastor Audra. We miss you guys. We, we wish that we could come with you, but it's okay. <laughs> Aren't you thankful for Pastor Mark? His leadership, his faithfulness, his humility. There was a time that I really didn't know him. So when we started working together, we kind of like look at each other and how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? You know, and, and we came to an agreement. We, we have to know each other. We need to have that trust and that relationship that we are going to do this together no matter what. Now, Pastor Mark is my pastor. He is my brother in the Lord and he is my friend. In Filipino, we, we call this friend as pare. Say pare. Pastor Mark is my pare, and I'm grateful for 
grateful to the Lord for Pastor Mark. Can we give the Lord another clap of hand? All right. So week one uh, on this series, Heart and Home, we talk about the Word of God being the foundation of our faith and truth. We all agree with that? Amen. On week two, we uh, learned about the purpose of our marriages, which is to what? To display and show the message of Jesus Christ. And also, we kind of learn to, you know, try to ask our wives to call us Lord. <laughs> I, I tried that at home, and it didn't work. I almost didn't eat dinner that day. And so I said, maybe I can come up with my own. And I asked Crystal, my wife is right here. Uh, we've been married for is it 23, 21? I'm going to be in trouble. 22. Okay, 22. I said, like, sweetheart, uh, can you call me Sir Richie instead? And she kind of like rolled her eyes and said, don't even go there. And I've come to realize, guys, listen, the only word or words that we have to say is this. Repeat after me. Yes, dear. That's, that's, that's the password. Yes, dear. Right, women? Someone's happy. Welcome to week three. Today we're going to talk about conflicts. Resolving conflicts in heart homes. Okay? There's, there's two kinds of conflicts. The good conflict and the bad conflict. Good conflicts happen every single day. Bad conflicts happen every single day. What kind of conflict are you in right now? Conflicts are not bad. If you resolve them right away, it will actually make you a better person. The person that you have conflict with, you're going to draw together and your relationship will be stronger. But a bad conflict, the result of that is separation, is disunity, bitterness, resentment, anger. So we're going to talk about that bad conflict that happens every single day in our homes. Are you guys ready? Should we all pray? Lord God, we just offer this time to you. We pray, Lord, that you would guide us as we listen to your word. I pray, Lord God, that only your message and your words would be spoken. We pray, Lord, that you continue to prepare our minds and our hearts and that we would receive this with understanding and with peace and great joy. We thank you, Lord God, that nothing is by accident. We're all here for a reason and purpose, and this message is for each and every one of us. And we're praying, Lord God, that you would continue to change lives, heal broken relationships and marriages, Lord God. And today we will not be quiet because we know that you've already won the victory in your name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Come on, give the Lord another clap of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Would you open your Bibles um, to Ephesians 6? We're going to start with verse 10 to 13. Ephesians 6. Verse 10 to 13. It says, Finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. 
put on the full armor of God so that you can take stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers in this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I ask you guys, who's going to go with me to a party? Can I see those hands who's going to go with me to a party? Okay. Okay. If I ask you guys, are you going to go with me to a warm weather? Say like Florida. Who's going to go with me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if I ask you guys, who's going with me to battle, to war? Wow, really? Of course you're going to say that. Some of you guys are, are not even like, wait a minute, I have laundry, I have to do grocery. Oh, man. I mean. Well, you don't have to go with me to battle because you're already in it. Tell the person next to you, you're already in it. The battle is happening every single moment of our day. It says right here. And when there's a battle going on, there is an enemy. Do we all know who's our enemy? Who is our enemy? Satan. Satan. Let me give you a little bit of background of who Satan is. There was a time where Satan, his name was Lucifer, and he was the worship leader of heaven. Okay? Some says that God created him with all the instruments that you can ever think of. It's built in him, okay? And he led all the angels into heaven to worship God. That was his role. He was the one who can lead all the angels to worship God. But there came a time where he said, like, wait a minute, I, I think I'm pretty awesome. I think I deserve a little bit of this worship. And instead of bringing worship to God, he started just taking it to himself. And when he did that, what happened? He was kicked out of heaven. And one third of the angels went with him. Where is he now? He's probably sitting next to you. Not the person next to you. You can't really see him. But he's right there. Okay? He is always there. We always say this. I believe in God. I believe that God has a purpose for me. John 10.10 says, Jesus Christ came to give us life and life of all. I believe that. Woo! Yeah. But do you believe that there's a devil too? Do you believe that he's always after you? Do you believe that he wants to trick you? Just like he tricked Adam and Eve. I was talking to my wife, I go like, do you ever like think about what happened when Adam and Eve was kicked out of the Garden of Eden? You know, because they disobeyed? Picture that a little bit, what happened? Probably Eve says, I can't believe you were not with me. If you were with me, I wouldn't have eaten that apple. You were supposed to protect me, you're the man. And, and what did Adam say? 
I, I, yes, dear. <laughs> that was funny. That was the right answer, but he didn't say that. He go like, I, I was just chilling. I was naming all these animals. I was busy, you know, doing my thing. I can't, you did that. You did that. You look at, so that was the start of the blaming game. And we still experience that today. Because of that disobedience, conflict started. Verse John 10, 10 says, the enemy is only here to steal, kill, and destroy. Say that after me. Steal, kill, and destroy. Why do we, why do we sometimes forget that? I feel like sometimes we forget that we are in spiritual warfare and that the enemy is really out there to steal, kill, and destroy. Not, not like, not like, a, not like a, a, a Lego you know, toy that you're trying to build and somebody steals it and then destroys it. And like, oh, like, what did you do? Like, it's okay, it's okay, you can put it back together again. No, 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 no. That's not his mission. He wants it completely gone. The word perish in John 3.16, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you'll perish. That's what the enemy wants to happen to each and every one of us. To happen in our marriages, to happen in our families. Do you guys get the picture? This is serious stuff. This morning I want to talk about briefly about the three areas where the enemy can attack us. Are you guys ready? Number one, communication. Communication. James 1.19 says, You must be quick to listen. Some of you know this already. Slow to speak and slow to anger. Proverbs 15.1 says, Gentle answers turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. How many of you are good communicators here? Just raise your hand. Oh, okay. One, two. So the rest of you guys are so bad that you don't even want to raise your hand. A lot of times when we get into an argument, we say things that we don't really mean it, right? And then we apologize. Like, I'm sorry. I, I really didn't mean that. I was, I was just angry. I... I'm sorry, I take that back. But can you take back what you really say? You can't. I wonder if, if what you say when you're in a heated situation is what's really in your heart. What did the Bible say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So imagine this. You're having a great time, you know. You're just enjoying the day and all of a sudden, someone in your family makes a comment and you didn't understand it. Who's doing that? Possibly the enemy saying, he says you're ugly. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm ugly? Oh, uh, I didn't mean that. Well, you just said that. You just rolled your eyes. Oh, I, there was a dirt in my eye. 
the enemy wants us to come to a place when we're angry and when we say things, it hurts us. Amen? What do we need to do? Instead of quickly reacting to what you hear, you got to pause, you got to listen, okay? And respond. Respond not in your flesh, but in your spirit. If you don't understand what the person is saying, what are you saying? Can, can you explain that, please? Can you explain that to me? Crassel and I, um, with the family, we went to a, 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 br- a breakfast. Our breakfast family day usually is on a Friday. And so we're excited. We went to this favorite, uh, our favorite restaurant for breakfast. And um, we're just ready because we're hungry. And... Um, we're happy, we're just talking around, and all of a sudden, Crossland reminds me of something that I said like three days ago, and she's still mad about it. And I go like, are you still mad about that? And she goes like, yeah, you never said sorry. And I go like, I think I did. And she goes like, I, I never heard you say sorry. And I said like, no, I did. I did say sorry. No, you didn't. And, and she goes like, and I can't believe you, you started comparing me with this person, this person. I'm different. And I go like, I wasn't comparing you. I was encouraging you. Well, that does not work like that. <laughs> and I was angry because it took three, four days before I found out. You know, I, and I'm here like I want to enjoy my bacon and <laughs> my omelet. And I'm like quiet all the time. I was just quiet. You know, this was early in the morning, like nine o'clock. And the whole time we were together as a family, I was just quiet. And finally, okay, my, one of my daughters asked me, Daddy, are you okay? And I said, no, you don't, you don't want to ask me that question. <laughs> because I was very angry. We get home and... My daughter says this, Dad, I can't believe you didn't say sorry to mom. You teach us to say sorry and you didn't say sorry. And I said, I did. I did, like two days ago. I wonder if we're aware that when we're having conversation that the enemy is trying to really confuse us and put that gap, that disconnection. I feel like I, I need to address the kids. Kids? Kids who are... Your parents, when they talk to you, it's only because, okay, they love you. Okay? I asked my girl, says, do you know that daddy loves you? The girl like, yes. Do you, do you know that we only want what's good for you? And they said, yes. So when we tell you something, it's not to really make your life miserable. It's not not to make you suffer or or punish you. It's actually for your own good. Someday when you look back, you're going to say, I'm glad that my parents taught us to make our bed, taught us how to organize, taught us how to prioritize things. 
That makes sense? Another area that the enemy will attack us. Trust. Trust. How do you gain trust? How do you gain trust? Well, you start by building a relationship. You know, you got to know the person. And then when you make a promise, you got to make sure that you fulfill that promise. If you keep hurting that person, or you keep saying offensive words to that person, or if you keep ignoring that person, or you're not even spending time with that person, do you think that person will trust you? No. First John 3.18, you can write this down. It says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Colossians 3.19 says, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. Do you know that sometimes we lie even if we don't mean it? You know, did you take out the trash already? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. But you haven't really. But in your mind, you're thinking that you're going to do it later. It's all right. For husband and wives, how comfortable are you to exchange cell phones? And give your spouses the passcode or the password. If you want to trust each other, these things should be okay. You guys are quiet. <laughs> but see, the enemy wants to whisper to our ears, you, you, you can't really fully trust him or her. Because remember, remember, remember that time when he, she did this, when they hurt you? Oh, that's going to happen again. Don't, don't trust. But when there is no trust, okay, that relationship is weak. And sooner or later, there would be a gap and that gap will keep getting bigger and bigger. And it will be easy for the enemy to lie to you and to destroy your home and your family. Make sense? By the way, um, I have all these notes, as you can see. I, my, 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 uh, my goal was to finish this in 20 minutes and an hour. Is that okay? Another, another area where the enemy will try to attack us is time. Say time. Time. Someone asked me, how do you spell, how do you spell love? And I said, L-O-V. And he's like, wrong. You spell love as T-I-M-E. Time. Who has time? Don't you wish sometime that uh, you have more time? You know, like everybody is like, just so busy, and I wish we have more time. But if we're going to be honest, if we have more time, the truth is, 
you want that for yourself and everybody should just leave you alone, right? I don't want my spouse to be with me during this time. Not even your kids. If, can somebody just take my kids away for an hour, two hours? That will be heaven. Do you guys ever think that way? Did somebody say no? Who said no? Like, brother, you're going straight to heaven. Hallelujah. We're, we're, we're selfish. Our flesh always wants what's for us, what's for me. But I wonder if we're really good with time. The enemy can easily trick us. Oh, you're, you're so productive. You're, you're, you're multitasking. Yep, keep, keep doing it. You're, you're, just, you're just being creative. Yep, keep doing these things. But because we're so busy, we forget the most important things. It's frustrating when your spouse is so busy during the day and then when you get together at night, that person is so tired and that person just wants to go to sleep. How frustrating is that? You know, I get frustrated. Come on, somebody, somebody should join me. I, I get frustrated. Who's frustrated? Frustrated. I don't know if you're like me. I, no matter how busy I am, I always save extra time for that something, something. I'm glad somebody caught it. But if that doesn't happen, okay, the enemy will whisper because she doesn't love you. She doesn't care. See? You're being taken for granted. And I get angry and, and... Matthew says, on uh, chapter 6, verse 33, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. We need to prioritize what's important. We need to come before the Lord and ask God, Lord, can you help me how to lead my marriage, how to take care of my family, how to balance the business of the day, and... And help me, Lord. If we include Jesus, if we put on Jesus, when we say put on the full armor of God, we're actually putting on Jesus. Say Jesus. He's the one we're putting on. And when we're putting him on and we're allowing him to do his will, not our will, and we're following his way, not our way, and we're submitting to his plan, not our plans. When conflict happens, okay, the enemy will simply be defeated. Amen? I'm running out of time here. Two things that we can do. If the worship team can come up, two things that we can do to battle the enemy. In Ephesians 6, 18, write this down. 
Pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all God's people. Pray. Say pray. Pray. Not just when things are doing well, but also pray when things are not doing well. You can actually pray in the middle of a conflict. Do you guys know that? When you're in the middle of a conflict, whether with your husband or your wife or your children, pray. Pray in the spirit. Like, Lord, how, how do you want me to respond? How do you want me to react? How do you want me to take action? Okay? And sometimes the Lord will even tell you, shut your mouth. Don't even say a thing. That's hard, right? Lord, I can't. I didn't do anything. It's really her fault. And she's screaming at me. Shush. Be quiet. And then when that person is done screaming at you, you're going to hear the Lord says, now you say, I'm sorry. It's incredible when you say those words, I'm sorry. Things change. Because when you say you're sorry, whether it's really your fault or not, what happens? Your pride is broken. See, the enemy wants you to think, you're right, dude. Why, why, why are you saying sorry? It's not your fault. Pray in the Spirit. Do you guys know that in John 17, when Jesus was praying for his disciples, he was praying to the Father. He says, Father, I'm asking you not to take them out of the world, but you protect them from the evil one. This is Jesus praying to his Father and saying, would you protect them from the evil one? And in the Lord's Prayer, at the very end, what did Jesus say? You know, he started, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. But at the end, he says, deliver us not from temptation. And what? Deliver us from evil. So even Jesus is praying for us to overcome the enemy. How many of you will start praying starting today? More more Cressel and I went on a run yesterday and um, it's so funny she woke me up and she said do you want to go for a run with me and I said I already did my three mile yesterday but she says like I'm going for just two miles would you run and I go like sure and I have my my pace I'm a little fast but not as fast as some of you runners but when Cresselin started running, I can actually walk next to her. <laughs> she's, she's so cute when she runs, you know, and I was just checking her out. I go like, whoa, she's so lovely, you know. And I go like, God, I don't really want to talk because I'm going to run out of breath. And she doesn't want to talk. She's going to run out of breath. But how can we make this meaningful? 
And you know what God says? Pray. And so we were running, so I was just praying. Praying for family, praying for the church, praying for girls, praying for our neighbors. I got two minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's another weapon that I want to impart to you guys. Something happens when we praise. Say praise. Did you guys know that the word praise was first mentioned in Genesis 29, 35? When the son of Jacob, Judah, anybody here was named Judah? Was born. The word Judah means praise. And every single time you see the word Judah in the Bible, it actually means praise. Say praise. In Revelation 5, 5, okay, the word of God says that Jesus Christ, who is the Lion of Judah, so actually it means Jesus Christ, who is the Lion of praise, come on has overcome the enemy. He has won the victory, church. If someone is going to steal from your house, if someone is plotting to kill members of your family, or someone is plotting of destroying your home, they're going to check out your house, probably go around, if they hear nothing, if there's no noise, it's quiet, and you guys are all distracted doing things that are not important, that person will probably come in. Because you're not paying attention. You're not ready. You're not watchful. Church, we are the children of God. We are the people of the Lord. We are people of praise. We got to make some noise. Come on, church. When we are praising Jesus, where we're saying, Lord God, your will, not my will. Lord, you are my strength. You are my defense. You can defend my family. You can defend my home from the evil one. Lord, help us give us strength. We praise you. We love you. We surrender to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you think? What do you think is the enemy going to do? What do you think, church? I am not coming near that place. I cannot stand their worship. I cannot stand their praise. Some of us, they're just quiet. I'm tired. I have no time. Make time. Here's the whole purpose of why we're talking this. The enemy wants to distract you from your purpose, from your mission. And that is to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to love the people who have yet to hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we're so busy trying to solve all these conflicts in our lives, 
our focus is not on God. Our focus is not on the mission that He's given us. But praise God, when we pray and when we worship, our focus is back on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a clap of praise. I'm going to ask the worship team to sing this song. And um, if you are here this morning and your family is going through all kinds of conflicts, all kinds of stress, whether it's financially related or, or sick, sickness or health issues or anything at all, I want you and I want to encourage you to um, come before the Lord as we sing this song and ask God, Lord, would you defend my family? Would you defend my home? And contend for every member of, of your family and declare the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's sing this song. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 